When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Everybody and welcome to another Spurs show coming to you from central London at this extremely, um, well, I mean, it's just action-packed, dramatic, drama-filled time for Spurs fans everywhere. We're right in the middle of it here, uh, on the edge of our seats as we broadcast tonight. I've got with me three menches, three absolute uh, authorities on Tottenham Hotspur to guide us through what is to come and to try and make sense of what's just been. One, the voice of Tottenham Hotspur himself, is back, Mr. Willie Morgan. Well, thank you. You have to say the original voice because otherwise you get Paul Coit. Paul Coit will sue us. Yeah. He will sue us. I've waited all season to be invited and finally get an invitation just after two defeats. Thanks a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we know you'll make sense of it, Willie. Also making his debut tonight, John Hockey. Good evening, everybody. Yes, um, I go back to the late 50s when I first went. Brilliant. Um, in fact, I think I'm one of the few people who used to go uh, motorbike sidecar. I was in the sidecar, and I was, as I was telling the guys earlier, um, my neighbour's sister owned uh, a boarding house in Northumberland Park, and her two boarders were the two Terrys, Terry Dyson and Terry Medwin. So they used to leave tickets for the, the, the pair of us for the game, and then... After a quick cup of tea at White Hart Lane, we used to have tea and biscuits with them at Northumberland Park. So, what a stroke of luck! So it really was That'd a stroke of luck. So that was my uh, introduction. That's how you started to supporting going. Tottenham. Yeah. Brilliant. And also here, another regular making making uh, another appearance is Martin Murphy. How are you, Martin? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, better than I th- I thought it would well, be. Well, uh, exactly. How after, do we, after the results Saturday, how but, do uh, we even make sense it, of things? It's all about who wanted it least, isn't it? I think that's what, it's, <laughs> that's what it's all come down to this season. Well, yeah, we're just <laughs> saying to Leon, our engineer here, that Chelsea have just been in doing their pod, and they are 
cock a hoop. They cannot, they cannot believe how it's all turned out for them. But who cares about them? It's also turned out bizarrely rather well for us. So we're going to yep. try and make sense of that. We've got a lot to talk about. We've got, well, we've got to talk about the first leg, which we haven't had a broadcast since then. Yep. Then we've got to talk about Bournemouth away. Then we've got to talk about subsequent events last weekend. Then we've got to talk about, we've got to anticipate uh, the second leg of the Champions League semi-final in Amsterdam. And then, of course, we can look forward to Everton, the final game of the season, uh, on Sunday at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, as I believe it is correctly <laughs> called. So much to go on. So much. Co- I feel quite confused at the moment because, I mean, if we take this in order, let's first of all, maybe before we talk about the Champions League, let's separate the Premier League mm-hmm. from the Champions League. That might be the best way, logically, to do it. And let's mm-hmm. talk about last weekend. So we go into a game at Bournemouth where we're thinking, if we win, we're probably going to be fine for Champions all, all but there. Well, we were. It was mathematical, wasn't it? Going into that, if we'd won, I think if we'd, so. If we'd yeah. won that one, because I um, think so then yeah, no one because to us because of the they, goal difference tonight. Even without, because even right. if, even if the Scum had won both their games coming into it, it okay. wouldn't it wouldn't have. Um, so we just needed to win. Done it, but yeah, Bournemouth just needed on no great just, just run no. of form. Yeah. Just simple win. That was all he yeah. needed, yeah. And, it, and so, <laughs> so subsequently, despite everything that's going on in the Champions League, despite injuries and everything, Pochettino, sensibly, in the circumstances, has picked what I've considered in, in the circumstances a full-strength team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've sat down to watch this game. I mean, what the... <laughs> for, for about 40 minutes, we were fine, weren't we? We were absolutely all over. We just, all that we, we didn't do was score. We, yeah. we were the better team, as you'd expect. and Nearly then, lost Dyer. We yep. did. Dyer was leading a charmed life, wasn't he? He actually, although they dropped, that Alan Smith dropped, why did they always give Alan Smith our games? <laughs> he was moaning on and on and on about Dyer not getting sent off. It's difficult to tell what he's moaning because his voice just, is so dull. Moan, he's just got such a dull voice. Talks, I don't understand. He's talking in a monotone and everything he says is on the same level. Yeah. It's like that. <laughs> how, does he, how does he stay in contact? He's never said anything, which I thought, oh, that's an interesting point. But they were bigging up the goalkeeper. I mean, every, yeah. every goalkeeper makes his debut in Spurs plays a blinder, <laughs> but he didn't actually have a blinder because every shot went at him. Yeah, exactly. They're all good, good height, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. He's a very dull gooner. He is. <laughs> never forget that. Absolutely. And he's the, a and very the, lucky broadcaster. Yeah. He should never be there, but he is. Yeah. Mm. And he gets all the Tottenham games, and he gets all the Arsenal games. So he's biased in both instances. I don't understand it. He got his come up and subsequently, but we'll talk about that. <laughs> so yeah, Dyer led a charmed life. God knows what Dyer was thinking of, but. <laughs> But anyway, we were well in control. We were winning in all but goals. And then suddenly, poor old... I felt really sorry for Son because they'd done a number on him, hadn't they? Oh, they had. They'd, the same I mean, player. Yeah. He'd it, been winding him up. It was Lerma kept at yeah, him. Lerma. Yeah, Lerma. I mean, the actual incident that led to the sending off, Lerma punched him in the back. Yes. And as he bent forward to pick up the ball, he trod on his hand. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I even mean, before that, you know, oh, a yeah. couple of minutes before, they'd, he'd, he'd thrown him, manhandled him and thrown him yeah. to the ground completely I mean, unnecessary. That hand treading was almost as good as Eric Lamella's against Chelsea. Not yeah. as good. That, but no, that, that nothing was, will ever beat that. That was no. brilliant. No, that, no. Was, that was really good. But no, it was, it was shocking. Did, uh, did you, does anyone read the Times here? No. Uh, yesterday's Times, uh, Tony Cascarino, is, he just wrote, he wrote this piece. I've cut it out and brought oh, it with thanks. me. Let's it, it. No, she says, Son was unlucky. Okay. Dyer should have got sent off, but Son shouldn't. So yeah. this is what... So Willie's brought this. This is what Cascarina says. Craig Pawson's decision to send Son Heung-min off against Bournemouth on Saturday was ridiculous. Everyone will tell me the Tottenham forward put his arms up. But I just can't understand how inconsistent football has become. I think that was a yellow card at most. While on Friday, Ashley Westwoods should have sent off for Burnley, should have been sent off for Burnley for a horrible lunge on Everton's Morgan Schneidlin. Yet he stayed on the pitch. 
one player who's lucky to stay on for Tottenham was Eric Dyer. Well, we all we yeah, all have to agree with that. Yeah. Um, and at the end, Paulson missed a blatant foul by Callum Wilson on Deli Alley in the area. It was a match to forget for the referee. Well, I, I mean, was... none of us are going to argue with that. Of course, what happened was Son gets sent off. Then, I mean, uh, I thought actually, of course, Foyth comes on at half time. Well, I thought his sending off was a bit booked. more. Other had been booked, so that was so his r- rationale. Yeah, and it made perfect sense. But you're bringing you're bringing Foyth on on the basis of he's not as good a player as out of Fairwald, but you're going right. We can't risk going down to nine men. So the only reason you are yeah. coming onto the yeah. pitch is so that we don't have another guy sent off. Ninety yeah. seconds into that. Well, Poch must have been livid, mustn't he? Oh, he was. Yeah. You could see oh on his face. Like, yeah. Well, of course. We all were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but, I mean, you just couldn't believe what but, you were seeing, could you? But it's a yeah. definition of you had one job, isn't yeah. it? He's gone, go on, because you we just need to, to not seeing. have anyone else sent off. And the thing was, the tackle itself, it wasn't vicious, it wasn't intentional. It's stupid, But you though. go in sliding mm. with one leg right up yeah. at knee height. Well, you, well, he he is still a young... Yeah. He didn't go in with his leg up. He went in, but it bounced... His ankle bounced against the ground and then rose. That yeah. was that was the problem. Yeah. He didn't go in with his foot. It up just to, looked bad. But why is he why is he going in for a tackle like that? We, we just started the second he half. Lost control of the ball, didn't he? he but you like just, you say, he's inexperienced. So he didn't. It yeah. felt it felt a bit like um, three seasons back with two games to go. To, you know the battle of Stamford. But it's like yeah, it it's is. like they've gone. Oh, yeah. there's two there's yeah. two games to go. We're going to have to get win. stuck into yeah. them really. And you yeah. sort of go, it's Bournemouth on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. They've got nothing to play for. They've put a kid in goal. Yeah, we don't need to be. The Coming only thing into I would say about like I've noticed that they are a dirty side. They are, they, it's not the first time I've, I've noticed that. They were putting it about. They've bit, always, yeah. I've always felt that about Bournemouth. Yeah. And I think, you know, Eddie Howe, to be fair to him, all, all managers who have teams like that that are really batting way above their, you know, punching yep. way above their weight, they have to play to the margins in every way. And, you, and you'll often find that teams like that are, are snidey dirty. They'll try and get players wound up. They'll try and hurt players. And I think Bournemouth do that. They've had players like that. And we, I think we saw a bit of that on uh, Saturday, to be honest. But we did then hang on for one Amazingly of the Amazingly well. And then went out to a set piece. Yeah. So, well, when I mean, y- that was... When Yama went to sleep at the, cor- at the corner, he, yeah. he let his man actually get past but, him. I, I mean, of all the goals, it's always absolutely gutting to let in a last-minute goal. But to let a last-minute goal when you've held out with nine men... Yeah. I was watching it actually with Rob White and Jerry, another friend of ours. And normally you let something at a last minute goal, like at Man City, remember the, the famous Man City goal that never was. I mean, you're, you're basically wailing and shouting and kicking stuff. Mm. We were completely silent. It completely deflated us. It was like a kick to the bollocks. And it must, it must have been the same for those players. And it's the last yeah. thing that we needed coming into this week. Exactly. Of all the things Pochettin want, a defeat you don't want. Exactly. But if you go, all right, you're, you're out there and you've, you've just gone for a game, you're going to lose sometimes. But for nine of them to have to be putting in the performance that they put in for the second half, knowing the size of the game we've got this week, yeah. it's the absolute worst preparation yeah. you could and uh, wish yet. for. <laughs> but it, and yet. But isn't that Tottenham yeah. that we know? Yeah, well, exactly. But, right. but well, of course, what happened was, I mean, that was, as defeats go, as I say, that was as, as demoralising as, as, as they come. And I, I try not, I don't know about you guys, but I try... I'm a family man. Mm-hmm. I try not to let football, you know, affect my demeanour in the family home. Yeah. But this one, I was struggling. <laughs> I was really struggling. I had to apologise. I had to say to my wife, look, I'm really sorry, but this is, I've taken this one quite badly, just so you know. But the amazing thing was, of course, the next day, everything changed. Can First, I do, could you scroll back a minute? Because just about, about I, I really felt for Dyer. Because he's, I mean, he's coming for so much criticism mm. uh, on social media and all the rest of it. You forget the guy had appendicitis 
which yeah. is a nasty thing. I had it myself. And another itis. And then he had tonsillitis. Yeah, that's it. And he's, you know, it, and it's not easy for him. He, on his day, he's as he's one of the best players in the country. Yeah. He's the vice captain of England. He, he captains England when Kane isn't playing. He's, yeah. he's not rubbish. No, he's a very particular type of player. He's not. He's one of those players that he's not an entertainer, and he has no. to be like any other player. He needs to be fit, and he needs to have a run of games to be at he's his best. He's never had a run. No, he's not this he, season. He's at all. had a tough season. Yeah, he had an England. He's one of those England players. Yeah. Came straight back injured, injured, well, injured. There's there's the, there's the rub because that's the other thing about why Spurs might be struggling toward the end of this season, yeah. and they certainly struggled. They've dropped a lot of points. None of them had a proper pre-season. Mm. The, 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 virtually the entire first team squad got into the semi-finals yep. and beyond the, yeah. of the World Cup. Yeah. Nine. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, even Lloris got to the final. Okay, yeah. goalkeepers don't have it quite so bad as outfield players, but you still got to be sharp mentally and Absolutely, physically. Yeah. And you know, Trippier's got got slagged off big time at the moment. Yeah. People say, "I'll oh, get rid of him." Now, Trippier was the most outstanding player in the England team, in my opinion, last. last and he's carried he's well carried played. that injury from the semi, hasn't he? Yeah. You look, you look at. I don't know why the hell he played in that third fourth game against Belgium. Yeah, that was but like you, the fact that he went off in that semi final yeah. and left England with ten men shows he was badly hurt. Exactly. So the fact that you you then playing a, a meaningless third fourth game and then you've seen the impact it's had on him. Yeah. This season, I mean, he's, he's possibly off to Napoli, is you he? Know what? Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know that Tottenham are letting go. They probably will, but they may not do. His wife's, his wife's checking schools there. From yeah, that's what they're reading newspapers again, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I follow his wife around. <laughs> <laughs> she oh, wants to be bloke. careful walking around Napoli. Bloody <laughs> hell! But I mean, but then what? The weird thing about the weekend, as I say, was so down in the dumps mm. on Saturday. Really, in a really. Really took it badly, and yet, and then the next day, suddenly, <laughs> suddenly, the first thing that happens is, well, Chelsea, I wasn't even aware of because I wasn't watching. I went to mm. my mum's like I do every Sunday for my Sunday lunch with my brothers, and uh, you're watching United, and you can't believe how bad they're. You cannot yeah. believe because they're in the race at that point. Two two easy games mm. they had, they were looking at. They could have got ahead of us. They could have got a point ahead of yeah, us. Yeah, and should have done. And you're thinking. I can't believe it. They failed to win at Huddersfield. That's them out. That's them eliminated. But then you don't dare hope, do you? (laughs) So I got in the car. I thought, I'm not even going to watch the first half. I'll get in the car. They've scored in seven minutes Arsenal against Brighton. You think, it's only a matter of how many. In fact, the commentators on the radio were saying, Brighton are on the beach. I mean, they really are. You can't blame them. There's no motivation. It doesn't look like they're going to. And then suddenly, as I was driving, I was just getting a sense from the commentary. Actually, I don't think they are on the beach. I think that that was a bit of lazy assumption there. I think they were actually putting it in, and Hewton will have them actually motivated here. So I got home. The second half was an, a work of art. So you watched, game on you, the, watched the, you watched the whole second half. You yes. were kind of on for it, yeah. I mean, it was... Rarely do you watch a game without Tottenham in it and be, and be so involved in it emotionally yeah. and so completely. I was going mental. I mean... Because I, I didn't... Um, I, I, same as you, I didn't think Brighton had any, no. any sort of chance. And I was just sort of looking on my phone and sort of gone one down. Um, and you sort of go, Arsenal win this comfortably. Yeah. And then saw it come up, uh, Xhaka booked. And I was yeah. like, what's that? And it said for a penalty. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this could be interesting. Yeah. Saw, uh, saw they scored it. And yeah. I was like... I was home with my wife, but I was like... I could make it to the Antwerp. Yeah. In about, like, because I live on the. Did you? Yeah. 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 No, you so I just, by, so yeah. I legged it, <laughs> legged it so up there. So what did you see the last 10 And I made, made it up there for the last 15 minutes. Right. And it was so tense so in there. Tense. Yeah. <laughs> I will have to tell you about my father in law. It was his birthday, very special birthday weekend. And he was having a real downer on Saturday. And on Sunday, he had to leave the, had to leave the house. We were down in the Cotswolds. 
he couldn't watch the match. Couldn't watch the Gunas match mm. until ten minutes from the end. There was a little tinkle, tinkle. I've never seen a man change <laughs> yeah. his demeanor. I mean, yeah. he came back and he had his scotch. He said, yeah. this has made my weekend. Not I, his birthday <laughs> with all his family around yeah. him. It's it was that. Gu- <laughs> but it was that kind of thing, wasn't it? I was thinking to myself, I can't remember a, a football match that Tottenham weren't in that's made me this happy since Naeem's, Naeem scored from the halfway <laughs> yeah. line. It was like Naeem, Chris Hughton. <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I've actually shared two of them in one week because... I mean, you might come on to this. I desperately want Manchester City to win the league. Yeah. And, and to so, get, so many of us do. got that goal. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What that goal really. that was, yeah. It's yeah. Only, I've got nothing against Liverpool Football Club at all or any of their players, particularly, well, there's one. Uh, but um, I've got some mates who are Liverpool and they oh, drive God. me unbearable, nuts. And I'm seeing one of them tomorrow. And I'm going to, re- I mean, it's, we're going to a memorial of a friend who'd passed away, but that's, I'm going to. You're not going to let that get in the way. <laughs> certainly not. Certainly not. So to, to watch two games in a week that, that Spurs aren't playing in and you have all the interest in the world. Yeah. So we are now limping. We're now limping towards the semi-final. So we're, so we're going to talk about Champions League in a minute. No, but no first, we're limping to qualify. <laughs> well, yeah. We're, we're, going to, we're going to fall over the line, like yeah. one of those marathon runners. That, yeah. Lady. Yeah. Poor lady, yeah. Anyway. What we should do now, since we've now... We're, so we're falling over the line for, for Champions League top four qualification. Good time to take a break. If you're one of the 17,000 Lily Whites on your way to Amsterdam, take the train directly from the airport. It only takes 15 minutes and you won't be subjected to that classic airport taxi conversation when you get hit with a bill. Get yourself a chip card at the airport before you walk down to the platforms so you can also jump on and off the metro and trams in town too. We also recommend the free Amsterdam Metro app for iPhone, available at ams.baps.net. And it's made by the same team behind the Spurs Show app. That's ams.baapz.net. A link is provided in the description of this podcast. Stay safe out there and come on, you Spurs. The Spurs Show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. Okay, so right before, so we, before we get on to the Champions League, great reminiscing here, by the way, while we're listening to that break between uh, Willie and John, back to the early eighties. But while we are, well, as we're back, I'll just tell you a bit of um, housekeeping now, because our season is still alive and may remain alive into June. Uh, the Spurs show, the the main live show, has been postponed. It was for the fourteenth of May, but that has now been put on hold. So stand by for information on that as and when. Um, also, we had to postpone, of course, Phil Beale's uh, Albany Spurs show. So that, that also needs to be rearranged, but all for good reasons, as you know. Nominations are now open for the Spurs show player of the season. Sometimes been known in the past as a poison chalice. <laughs> I mean, Roy, I remember Robbie Keane all those years ago got it and promptly put in a transfer request. Uh, Eunice Kabul won it and then became an, not only a bad player overnight, but a bad uh, apple in the. Anyway, but. Some of these, some of these people have uh, lived up to it. Harry Kane, Gareth Bale, Luka Modric have all won it in the past, and these are the nominations for the Spurs Show Player of the Year: Harry Kane, Hyun Min Son, Musa Sissoko, Jan Vertonghen, and Danny Rose. In a minute, guys, I'm going to ask yep. you for your votes. But 
before we do that, I need to tell you that for you, dear listeners, to vote, you need to tweet your pick to at Spurs Show on Twitter or post it on our Facebook group and we'll announce it at the end of the season. By the way, you can join, uh, you can get a Spurs Show season ticket. You know our monthly shows, well, let's talk about the Phil Beal one. Every month in the Albany pub, they're ever so good. And for, you can get a season ticket for those at season.spursshow.net for just 10 quid a month. You get two tickets for each monthly event. And I should also mention this season we've teamed up with Labrooks again and we'll be bringing you plenty of specials at bet.spursshow.net. And if you download the Labrooks app and play one, two, free, that's free, one, two, free, see what we did there, a free game where you have to predict three correct Premier League scores. If you get all three right, you win 100 quid. Get just one right, you get a free bet for two quid. Get two right, you get a free £5 bet. And it says here, terms and conditions apply. I know your voice. Uh, now, is there anything else to say? Oh, yeah. For additional premium Spurs show content, including a daily Spurs news show, match reports, interviews with ex-players, and much more, sign up at patreon.com forward slash Spurs show. Now available, revealing interviews with Don McAllister, Ian Walker, Jimmy Holmes, John Duncan, Mike Varney, Colin Lee, Eric Torsvet, John Duncan. Again, I think we've already said him. He's on this list twice, unless there's two of them. <laughs> Alfie Conn, Pat Vanden Howe. And there's a series on every Spurs manager and new material being added weekly. Why not try it for a month? It is excellent, I can tell you. Now, after all that, we are now going to talk about the Champions League. Actually, John, do you remember your first ever game? Let's just die. Do you remember your first ever game? I knew you were going to ask me oh, this good. question. Oh, no. good. <laughs> <laughs> but I like your story of the sidecar. That's more than, more than good, going in a sidecar <laughs> in the late 50s. And you saw, you basically seen... You saw the greatest team, the double team. Yes. But you also saw all the other great teams. I mean, after the only great team you didn't see was the push and run side, right? So yes. you saw the double team. You saw the great team with Gilzine and, and, uh, and then you saw that early 70s team with Gilzine and Chivers and Peters and everyone and Mullery. And then you saw the early 80s team with Crooks and Archibald. I know you worked with Steve Archibald very closely. You looked after his... And I still uh, see Crooksy. St- still see Crooksy in the South pub, London. right? Yes. Yeah. So tell us what you did with... Um, you worked with the whole team in the early 80s, right? Around the, the cup final um, games because it was a very special day in television terms. It yeah. was the only live game apart from a number of in, uh, home it's internationals. Scotland, yeah. And there was money to be made because television companies, the BBC and ITV then, um, used to bid for exclusivity. Mm. And because I'd been involved in television with a number of the broadcasters, Mots and... Parry and Lyon and Steve Perryman and Peter Day asked me to assist them in negotiations. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. I worked with who's going to be the camera on the coach, mm-hmm. who's going to be interviewing live in the dressing room mm-hmm. during the, in, before the game, who's going to go to the hotel mm-hmm. and do all the exclusive interviews. Players' wives? Players' wives weren't really that important then. Oh, they I all stayed... They, 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 well, they... They all stayed out at the Ponsbourne Park Hotel yeah. out in, in Essendon. So that's where all the interviews used to be done. And right. They used to be locked away the week before. Right. Um, so it, it was because of my sort of relationships with the broadcasters, I knew what was the best price. So that's why Steve Perriman, who was a, a fantastic guy to work with, said, you're the man to do it for yeah. us. And, um, and we worked with Willie's... Uh, 
team, Chaz and Dave. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so they had a very good sort of pool because they weren't paid a huge sums of money. Yeah. So the the players' pool around the, the cup finals was very important to them. Yeah, yeah, It made absolutely. them about a quarter of their, their, their annual salary. Wow. So getting to the cup final was it actually, for Absolutely. them, was a big deal financially and for the we players. Talk, yeah. And that's excluding any ticket arrangements, which we can never talk about. We mustn't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> ticket, let's just call them ticket arrangements <laughs> and leave it at that. that. That's why there was always cup final records. I mean, they sound yeah, tweet, tweet. make money of them, yeah. But I, you know, I had the Spurs ones. I did the Crystal Palace one, glad all over. I did yeah. the Wimbledon one because... That's another way to than, make money. Yeah, I mean, it's only the Spurs ones were really successful, were big chart-wise, hits, yeah. and big hits. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's it's yeah. all about making a few. It's funny how I mean, of course, that's changed so much, hasn't it? I mean, the FA Cup now is a sort of a sideshow in a way, isn't it? Sadly, I worked, I worked on the players' pool in '87 with John Smith and '91 with Eric Hall. Right, and I remember getting monster. Yeah, monster, but, monster. But was, I mean, I've known Derek for donkeys. And I still yeah. see him. Yeah. But the thing was. Um, you know, all little things like Little was had a big winner on the pools, yeah, and they wanted a, a, a player with to, the, to present it, yeah. to present the big check. So yeah. I, th- I think we got Nico Klassen, and most of the others didn't want to do it. Yeah, but, you know, that kind of thing always went on, and it yeah. was all money. And whatever the player got paid, it actually went into the pool. It all, it all went into the pool and was split up evenly. Twenty yeah. ways or eighteen ways yeah. or whatever the yeah, pool, pool size was. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was talking earlier. Just one little story yeah. about Perriman in the '74 UEFA final. Yeah, Perriman wasn't playing. Right. But still club captain. Um, there was a slight discrepancy about how much was being paid into the players' pool from television money. Mm. So Steve went up at 7 o'clock to the chairman's dining area and asked him to sign a piece of paper, which he said was the correct figure, which was going to be paid into the pool. And Scholar was the chairman at the time. He said, well, we can't... We, Forget this until afterwards. Not in 74. 84. 84, sorry, 84. And Steve said, no. He said, um, it's 7 o'clock and all the players are still sitting in the dressing room with their suits and waiting for me to come back with a slip of paper. So Scholar looked at it, which was the correct amount, yeah. and said, I suppose I'll have to sign this. Wow. And he did. And so said, Otherwise, thank, you, thank you very much, Mr Chairman. Good God. That was a big discrepancy. Fair, fair play to... Uh, he was as hard as nails. Perriman, yeah. Yeah, Irving. shop steward, basically yeah, for the was. players, right? Yeah. Irving yeah. and I went to school together, and I used to go to away games with him before he took the club over. Irving Scholar, yeah, yeah. He was a, he was a fan, right? He was a oh yeah. I mean, he, um, Bob Ruff. Uh, well, Paul and used to, Paul, Paul's parents and my parents were friends. So I, I, apparently, I'm told I used to play with Paul when we were babies in, in the grass, that sort of thing. <laughs> but I mean, Irving said to me when he took the club, he told me um, in the car on the way to a, an away game at West Bromwich Albion how he was going to do it. Because uh, you couldn't buy shares, right. so they told you he was going to buy the proxies, and he voted out the board. Um, and that's how he how he did it. And he actually said to me afterwards, he said, "Look, well, we've always been mates, but uh, when I'm at a club, it has to be Mr. Chairman." I said, that's, that's all right. <laughs> no, it's fine because he didn't want you know yeah. couldn't make the staff yeah. you know, feel uneasy. Yeah. But uh, no, yeah. I mean, I've worked for a lot of chairmen now, and I'm seeing all this um, internet stuff about any cow and get rid of Levy and all this. People don't know what they're wishing for. I, yeah, you know, course, I, yeah, I went, yeah, yeah. when I first started working for the club, I think it was, I think it was Fre- Fred, Frederick Whale, then Sydney Whale, his son yeah. took over. Yeah. And there's been, and then there was Douglas Alexia, who's a yeah. lovely gentleman. Mm. 
Um, and there's been, then there was uh, Scholar, and then there's Sugar. I try not to spit every time I mention his yeah. name because yeah. he's the reason I don't work at Spurs anymore. Yeah. And uh, you, people don't know. Levy is the best thing that could happen to this club, and it's yeah. happened. I mean, I, I always think... Coupled with Joe Lewis. Well, yeah, he's got Lewis behind yeah. him, of course. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, leaving aside personalities or anything like that, if you just look at the achievements under this, this Levy-Lewis uh, regime, I mean, they will go down in the history of the club as major, major figures, yeah. to, 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 to have elevated the club from where it was in, in all these different ways. And most importantly, of course, on the field. I mean, the fact that we're in, we now expect big top four. I mean, the, the, the reason why last weekend was such a big deal is the idea of not being in the Champions League suddenly becomes horrific to us. Yeah. Which is an amazing thing. There was a time not that long ago when we thought we'd never play in the Champions League. Or, or Europe. Well, I mean, you look Europe. at you we look at through, years, we didn't through most of the 90s. We did, like, what, we're I going think we qualified twice, about twice. That time, the FA and Cup it was like a major treat. And then doing it with the league, it, it was probably up until Joel, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, I think into, it was. Before we even I got into the, into the UEFA. Yeah, I think he got so us to fifth, So the he, idea yeah. that it's now this expectation by fans yeah. go, oh, we've got to be yeah. like... In a, but that's in a, football. All I clubs know, are like yeah, it, I know, yeah. It's like little <laughs> clubs that come up and they can't believe that they, they might go down. Yeah. Anyway. But anyway, let's get back to the present day because this is an historical moment in the history of Tottenham Hotspur. Mm-hmm. Last week, we played the first leg of a Champions League semi-final. Now, that was a game that you actually felt at the end... Mm, probably take that actually on the balance of play I mean for about 20-25 minutes in that first half they were absolutely all over us weren't they I think they really were I think Podge got his team selection wrong actually yeah Mm -hmm. maybe maybe in retrospect I didn't think he did at the time but you know once you took away the back three and brought on Sissoko it made all the difference in the world yeah but I mean I think he would have if he thought Sissoko was 100% match fit he would have started him and played and started like that you feel like with all these injuries that he's picking teams sometimes he's putting formations out that he has to, he's forced to because of the available personnel. I felt that team was like that, and I totally well, we all saw it. Mm. As soon as Sissoko came on, we had more, we had ne- another bit of muscle and dynamism in midfield, and they suddenly it was an even game because before that it was not even at all. It's, was it? It was weird. The sort of games building up to that one as well, where you, you suddenly looked at lineups that Poch was picking, and you weren't exactly sure mm. how they'd line up. You look at say like the City League game, which. Was different in terms of uh, he w- would take a loss there. Yeah, but you, you're suddenly looking at the players on the team sheet and going, "I've got no idea how they're actually going to mm. be out there on the pitch." You see, like four centre half, sometimes playing a couple of left backs, and you sort of go, mm. "Who's going to be where?" And I guess it was just a case of with the players he had available, yeah, that well, he, they were the best eleven he felt yeah, could start. But having to play got, Danny yeah. Rose in midfield and, and Davis at left back because he didn't have another yeah. midfield player. Yeah. Yes. We, if only they would record their logic of selection before a match <laughs> to be discussed yeah. after mm. the match, it might help us yeah. going down the line. Well, because it never <laughs> no, but it, well, they discuss it with commentators. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, basically, I felt like we'd sort of got out of jail, although second half we were quite good and might have got an equaliser. But we're never going to... Didn't, didn't really create any... No, they, hit the post. Yeah. they hit the post. They hit the post. That was the... I, when that happened, I thought, that might be the pivotal moment of the whole tie. Mm-hmm. Because if we get over there just one nil down, we've only got a score, and suddenly anything can happen. Yeah. And people are saying... I mean, I think they're a really good side. I think they've, they've been underrated all the way through. They were underrated by the bookies at the start of these semi-finals. They were, they were, they were the outsiders for the competition. I thought they were easily the value bet. They were a really good team. Yep. But for the first time in this second leg, packed stadium, the bloody Dutch FA suspended a whole weekend of fixtures 
prior to the first leg. Yeah. The whole nation, suddenly the pressure's on them. They're winning. They're the favourites now to get through. Just won the cup as well. They've just won the cup. So that and would they have taken something Saturday, out of They them. played Saturday, didn't they? Whereas they'd had the, they'd had the weekend clear before. Before, before they, yeah. They played so I suddenly, I just feel like, I don't know, it, it depends what team he can put out, Potch, but the injury news we, isn't bad. We've for got, Tongans... Yeah, he's playing in a mask. For Tonga. Is he? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's, they back, he's back. They haven't announced what superhero yet, but he's, okay. uh, he's, he's a ranger. So we've got the Tongan. One of the teenagers. We've got Sissoko, it would appear. Lamella's in the squad. Lamella's in um, the squad. Orius also travelled. So... I, know, I know they're not big Harry Kane's travelled, but I don't think yeah. he's... I don't think he's uh... Well, that would be the dream, wouldn't it? Well, that would be the dream. If he's there, have him on the bench. Just give him ten minutes. It's even if it's At just psych- even if it's just yeah. psychological. I just think if he's out there and but, you're going to have, you've got seven well, substitutes. Not if, it, not, and you're if gonna, not if it risks him because I don't know. I don't. I know what you mean, but then if he's out there and he's, he's been around. running, he's running and stuff, isn't yeah. he? So I just go just maybe have him will. have him on the bench. He's definitely there. If he's, he's, if he's travelled, yeah. I, th- I, I thought they'd maybe have left him in London, but no. um, if no, he's no. out there, then get him on the bench. Poch can pick his best team available. Yeah. Because forget, forget because of what happened to Arsenal. Yeah, forget exactly. Sunday. And that is such a massive boost, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's the that's the other thing I should have said when I was making a case for us maybe winning. Mm-hmm. That's maybe the biggest thing of all, is that he can do that because of what's happened. Because <laughs> the goons have shot themselves in the foot. Although I, I I've forgotten, but the the last time they ever took us on the final day, there, there was, was an eight, eight there was an eight goal swing, wasn't yeah. there? So yeah, well, yeah. Moussa Sissoko <laughs> for Newcastle caused yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, I, I was um, I was thinking about last time Spurs played against Ajax in Amsterdam because yeah. I went out to that game. It was right. in the European Cup with this cup, in, and it was 1981. Right, and uh, Spurs won it three-one. Right, and uh, and was that a second leg or a first? That leg? was a second leg. Great, and I just had to have it. <laughs> oh, Willie, I can tell you now, Willie has pulled out from a carrier bag. A massive Spurs scrapbook, a vintage scrapbook. This is volume six of over 50 of these books I've kept throughout wow. the 80s. And it actually is the write-up of how Spurs won that game. Oh, I love it. Falco got two. And Show I think it to the you... screen. Yeah. 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 I'll tell you what, we'll take a picture and we'll put but, that on Twitter later. Do you know what the irony was? That was the Wednesday night in Amsterdam. Yeah. The following Saturday, who's Spurs home to? Everton. Everton. Would you believe beat it? them 3-0. I love it. 3-1 and 3-0. It's in the back. We'll have that. I say it's fate. I <laughs> yeah. think it's, it's got to be, isn't it? Yeah. It's so a expression saying, Bichette, it's the same thing. It's a fake thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that. I like the idea of that. How many... Um, what do we think... Really, I mean, how optimistic are we really? Being Trying to be as objective as possible is not easy being objective. But do, do, do we think... What, what percentage do you guys think we've got of getting through it? I think we've got a 44% chance. <laughs> 50-50. 50-50, yeah. Spurs have to get two goals, no matter what. Yeah. Whether they get... Whether, Unless we win on penalties. Whether, it, whether it's a, they score or not, Spurs have mm. still got to score twice. So a 2-1 will do it. Yeah. But with 3-1 last time, who can say? You know? <laughs> 3-1 would be better. Yeah. Then we wouldn't have to be clinging to at the edge of our... Yeah. Again. Yeah, I think 50-50, I actually do think that. They've got a young... They're not all young. They, they keep being portrayed as young, so they've got a few experienced players in there, haven't they? They've got um, Tadic and Blind and... But I think the pressure's on them. And I think with Sissoko from the start... Yep. He'll yep. be in And there. Son, of course, who wasn't on the pitch last week. Yep. And they've I got mean, Kobe well, Son. Had, only had a half last. game, didn't he? Exactly. Against Bournemouth. He only had a half game against Bournemouth. <laughs> didn't play in the first leg. He'd be fresh as a daisy. <laughs> I think I would be inclined, I don't know about you guys, to play him and probably um, 
Lucas Moura yeah, and so. leave uh, Laurenti, on, Laurenti the on the bench yeah. where he can do no damage. <laughs> no, where he could be, a, a, you know, he, he's useful in the last 20 minutes, whatever the situation. Mm. If you're protecting a lead, he's useful to knock it up to an ink and hold it up. And maybe but if you're Kane. after a goal, it's a good plan B, just to, you know, mm-hmm. whack it in the, in the box. Maybe Kane on the bench as well. Kane on the bench. It's a bit of a dreamer for that. But, but, well, you look how thin our bench has been the past few games. I've been sort of expecting us to have two goalkeepers at some points yeah. because yeah. there's been so, so many players out and with the suspension as well. So I sort of think if, if it's an alternative of having like say Foyf, Sanchez, Davis, Aurier on the bench, just have Kane yeah. on there. I think Lamella you know, being back, you know, I'm, I've, I've, he's an option. He's, yeah. he's an I've, option. I've, but... I've always been accused of being negative about Lamella. <laughs> Well, the same Lamella, way you were about the Soko, so it's fair enough. Yeah, well, the Soko has genuinely turned it around, uh, yeah. whereas Lamella sometimes threatens to turn it around and then doesn't. But he's still capable sometimes of doing something good. He'll certainly give it every. If he came on with twenty minutes, and he's ago, a real, and he's, he's a really nasty player. He's a real like he's he's got that in him, and we, you might need that. You know, yeah, if, we're coming, if, you come, if you're coming into a game and you just need someone who yeah. can't, like we were talking earlier about the little, uh, the time he accidentally, uh, yeah. his yeah. feet got I'm, on I'm top really of Fabregas' yeah, hand, which, sorry, yeah, yeah hor- horrible <laughs> accident. That, uh, he's capable of those horrible little accidents, isn't he? <laughs> but also, yeah. at the beginning of this season, he played really well. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I only managed to get to about four or five games at Wembley this season. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he put a through ball to Kane, I think the Fulham game, early in the season. Mm. And it was a beautiful pass. Mm. And he, yeah. he did that more than once this yeah. early in the season. He's, he's had a terrible injuries. I mean, I was yeah. reading about him in tonight's standard. You know, he's, he's had some, yeah. some real problems. But if he's, if he's fit, chuck him on. Even if he mm. only has 20 minutes, he'll do yeah. some damage, hopefully. Yeah. With the form swing, they have got a chance because they've had a very average three games. Yeah. Yeah. And they've got to... They've got to play well sooner or later. Yes. <laughs> and this is it. And like you say, because the pressure's not so much on at the weekend, and I mean, talk about it, won't be, he won't have much trouble motivating them, will he? No. And it's quite nice going into a second. I know, I mean, you couldn't, I mean, you, you could say it's clutching at straws, but going into a second leg without a lead to, to, to weather, so the pressure is not so much no, on no, you in, in so, the yeah. sense that you, it's not yours to lose, it's theirs mm. to lose. Mm hmm. I think psychologically, you know, we respond can respond quite well in those situations. And VAR has been good for us so far this tournament, so who's to say? Yep. Yeah, might, there's always might, VAR as well, God knows. Yeah, right. Who knows what part that might have to play? Mm. Well, I mean, one thing's for sure, it's going to be a, a horrific ordeal for all of us. <laughs> that is for sure, including your father-in-law, of course, John. Very much so. Yeah, he might not, he might not want he to won't, watch until things start watch. going well. Yeah, <laughs> You'll walk around... Where are you the watching? Wilds. Where Wait. are you watching the game tomorrow? Well, I'm watching it at my home, and I've got a I've got a few key people coming round for it. Rob White mm. uh, and Jerry, who goes with us to the games, but also Simon Delaney, who I did the um, 125th anniversary films for Tottenham with, who is a, who is the yep. main reason I'm a Tottenham fan. My uncle, five years older than me, mm. and St- the man we know as Steve from Video City. And he is the most animated Tottenham fan there is. He's been to my house before to watch. And he is one of those people, he just shouts at the top of his voice, oh, Christ, oh, no, throughout the game. And, but every now and then, he's a bit like your father. He just leaves for 10 minutes, walks around in the street outside to try and collect himself, then yeah. comes back. They should and, get together. Yeah, they'd be great together. My wife is very tolerant of all this stuff, so she does understand it. But she thinks he is borderline. He's my, only been allowed back, and um, you know, could actually, be his last chance. My wife is actually coming with me to watch the game tomorrow. I watch it at a hotel in Elstree, where oh, there's right. lots of Spurs fans there. Right. 
And uh, because the guy who normally gives me a lift can't come, so she said, oh, I'll take you, I'll watch oh, it. Great. So she, I, but I, I've actually now had to discipline myself because of my condition. I can't get myself to overexcited, so right. I'm just very, okay, very so relaxed watching it. And, you know, I think the loudest I shouted was, oh, no, twice with the two red cars the other day, <laughs> but, but that's about it. Where are you watching it, John? At home. Right. You'll yep. be watching at home. Will you, will you have a little cheeky scotch on the go just to no, self-medicate? No, I'll have a big glass of red wine. Lovely. I like it. I like that. And what about you, Martin? I'm still undecided. Probably be in the Antwerp. Right. Do you uh, know, will there be a crowd in there? Jim? There'll be, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there'll be a decent crowd in there. I, I, I've do that. I, I've got BT, so I could do it at yeah. home. But it's it, great it might... for you to be able to walk to the Antwerp, which is, for, to my mind, the greatest Tottenham <laughs> pub there is, yeah. you know, in the modern day. So it's yeah. nice to be able to walk there. I've had some, I've had some great... Obviously, we were in there before yeah. the IX game, but then I think the f- few days before that, there'd been the Supporters Trust quiz. Yeah. And uh, on the team sat next to me was Ledley King taking part in, the, taking part in the quiz. So he yeah. was sat as near... How, was he any good? You know what was the funniest moment is they're, they're going through all the arts at the end, and obviously yeah. there's, there's ones that I sort of kick myself at. You go, yeah. oh, I should have known yeah. that, whatever. And I just heard him go... They've gone, oh, which French defender was signing this year? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it Ledley hadn't got... He went, I, don't, I completely forgot about no Paramo. Who he played with, who he played with. Yeah, he used to turn up the games in a fur coat. He was great. Well, he's, he's Ledley... He'd just forgotten. Well, I think we all had until you just said it. I would not completely forgotten. It was one of that. That was one of those years where we bought a whole batch of players. Yeah, did we? It was one of Harry's deals. Did he come in with Mendes? No, no, or or did he go out? It was someone like. like, um, Did he go out with that? Did he? Was he he part of when we got rid of? It was the French guy, wasn't it? Santini. Um, Santini, I think, bought all those players. And then did they all go? I think they all went to Portsmouth. Did Pamro, yeah, uh, Mendes? I think yeah. we managed Pedro to offload Mendes. four of them. Maybe yeah. it was when Harry Sometimes was at Portsmooth. Sometimes we do those job lot deals, like when we offloaded a load to Sunderland. How many can you get in a car? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Harry said, I'll take them all off. I'll tell you what, do us a bulk deal and I'll take them all off your hands. Harry says, put two more in. Yeah. 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 For cash. <laughs> so all... before, we, before we wind up, though, we, yeah. we, as, as a couple of us here from, around from Spurs in the 80s, yeah. we, we've got to offer great thanks to Chris Hewton. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good point, yeah. Willie. We shouldn't, we shouldn't, there's no way we can finish this podcast yeah. without paying tribute to the great Chris Hewton, who has done us the most almighty favour. I agree with you. Absolutely. I mean, he was a, one of my favourite players, without doubt. Always, always been one of my favourite players. Of course, he had a, did a long stint on the coaching stuff. Very yeah. few more Super Tottenham guy. men and a great bloke as Lo- well. Lovely guy, lovely family. Yeah, yeah. yeah lovely. I've met his daughter and everything. Really, really, really lovely bloke. And a great manager. One of those managers who goes underappreciated because yeah. he's always making teams again but overperform. He's always been unlucky losing jobs. I mean, how he lost yeah. the job at Newcastle. Newcastle, they were eleven or something, yeah. and they they, yeah. they were like, "Oh, he's taking the club outrageous. as far as they yeah. go." And, and they were yeah. great. They were heroic on Sunday, and you felt like, yeah. I mean, at the end, the first thing I did was tweet a picture of Chris Hewton. I mean, yeah. of course, I, uh, slightly I'm... too heroic against us, though, weren't they? Really. Nearly. Well, it nearly yeah. stitches. I mean, you look back on a season yeah. where it's as close as this, there are moments, I mean, that goal by Ericsson was so important, but also mm. someone was saying that penalty save at Wembley against Arsenal that Lloris did. Oh, mm. totally. He's had a bad season, Lloris, on the whole, you would have to say, but yep. that save yep. was, I mean, that's made all the difference, mm. hasn't it? Totally. That's that would have been an absolute yeah. sickener, and they'd be two points better off now. Well, yeah. With all this, all this problems we've had this season from the, uh, you know, because of the hangover from the World Cup, uh, if Harry doesn't appear on the bench either 
for the IX game or the Everton game. Mm-hmm. Let's hope he takes the entire summer off and let England yeah. deal, deal yeah, with us. The trouble is we're in that bloody they'll tournament. Play, they'll play in the um, yeah, Nations League, yeah, won't he's he? Not, he's not going to do He'll be there. Yeah, I know we could do it. Rather he didn't. Well, I do as well, absolutely. What about the Everton game then? Just briefly before we before we wrap it up. You're right, we did get the eight swing three or four years ago, wasn't it? But... I mean, what, how do we play that game? We've got to play it as a normal game, haven't we? There's no think, point in going out. I don't think we'll get another six like we did at Goodison this season. No, no we did. Six we, two, we wiped them out at Goodison, didn't we? But yeah. they are on great form now. They were, yeah. in, they were really rocking at that point. But now they are He's one got, of the form teams in the division. Silver's gone playing well. Yeah. It's the last game at home yeah. this season. The team has to play well, whatever yeah. team. Yeah. I mean, that's always a given anyway, yeah, right? That's, therefore, that's what's yeah. going to be dr- drummed into them. Yeah. You know, whatever team is there, it is your last. Yeah. You've got to send the fans. Yeah. Don't home. do a lap of honour after no. a defeat, basically, like the Arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> unless, unless, we're, no unless we're in build-up to a Champions League final. Yeah, but you know in what? Which case that's two far, weeks away, two isn't weeks it? Away. It'll be two weeks away, yeah. so there will be no need no, to. No, I'm not saying rest plays necessarily, but I'd, <laughs> no. if, if the options are put to me here and you go, right, we can take a... A close defeat against Everton in the build-up to a, uh, a potential Champions League final, I wouldn't be that Yeah, I mean, obviously, be, a lot depends on what happens with Arsenal. One th- the they're great news be, is that they're not gonna be Burnley, Burnley are not going to rock. They don't roll over for anyone. No. And they very rarely get tonked. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that'll be another factor. Certainly the Arsenal think it's all over, don't they? Yeah, and you could see it there. I mean, it was... Oh, God, it was like a... It, yeah, like seeing, a seeing their free sound. I couldn't stop watching it. I was drinking <laughs> so it. So miserable. Yeah, oh, it was absolutely brilliant. When, totally brilliant. When Ramsey was trying to say goodbye, and he had no, no one to say goodbye to. Did you? I know. He's crying, <laughs> was it? wasn't he? And, you, and there's no one paying... Redknapp's question to him, um, other than the offer of Champions League football, being able to play with Cristiano Ronaldo and the massive wage increase, what oh, inspired you, you to leave? Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, just before we go, a scoreline prediction for both games, please. An actual scoreline. First of all, Martin, Ajax? Uh, we'll beat Ajax 3-1 and we'll lose 1-0 to Everton. OK, John? 2-1, beat Ajax and beat Everton 2-0. like it. Well, do I go to my own of my scrapbook over there? So. <laughs> uh, well, I, actually, I think 2-1 will do, do nicely in the Ajax game. Yeah. And... A one or two nil against Everton, I, it would be nice. But it doesn't matter which way, <laughs> whether yeah. it's for them or for us. To be I'm going to say three two in Amsterdam. I think it's going to be none of those drama packed nights, unbearable drama nights. We we'll probably get a late goal or something, and then uh, Everton one all. A VAR penalty, a penalty yeah. given. VAR, yeah, something uh, crazy is going to happen. You just know it's something crazy, Larry. <laughs> Could we well, just give a shout out to the uh, Spurs ladies as well? Absolutely, for their, for Spurs their promotion. Right? Who, are, who are from next season going to be Tottenham Hotspur women? Yeah, they're, they're much going better the, name. The, yeah, much more modern going name. for the name change. But yeah, yeah promoted to the top flight next thank season. Thank you for great. doing that, Martin. Yep. I'd forgotten. I meant to do that. Well, gentlemen, thank you very Our much. Player of the. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask you, thank you. Uh, you guys are really helping me through this. You're helping me through this. Okay, John, who's your player of the season? Son. Okay. Sissoku. Sissoku. Right. I'm going to go Son, but it's very close for me between the two of them. They're definitely the two outstanding yeah. candidates, aren't they? Well, I think Sissoko might shade it. I just feel like he's the, the fans have just... They love a guy who can come back from... Mm. I mean, he really came back from the lowest of possible point. But um, I'd be happy with Ivan, but I'd just shade it for Son. But, of course, it's still important football to be played. 
Anyway, lads, thank you all so very much. Martin, John, Willie, thanks so much for, uh, for coming along. And by the time we do another one of these, everything will be clear. <laughs> thank you. Good night. And come on, you Spurs. This date, January the 22nd, 2008, having drawn the first leg one all day, January the 20th, 1951. On this day, January the 14th, 1978, a jump. On this day, January the 17th, 1968, Martin Chivers makes his debut to If you're interested in the history, landmarks and great achievements of the football club we hold dear, your love on this day. And White Hart Lane erupts. Jimmy Greaves equalises on the stroke of half-time. Aaron Lennon scores a four. Tottenham embark on a 19-game unbeaten run. On this day, a daily mini-series dedicated exclusively to memorialise great Spurs days gone by. Exclusively available at patreon.com slash Spurs show. Patreon.com slash Spurs slash Spurs slash Jimmy Greaves equalises on the stroke of half-time. John Pratt Brace at a con- January the 17th, 1968. Patreon.com slash Spursh slash Spursh slash Spursh. Aaron Lennon scores a fourth. Tottenham embark on a 19-game unbeaten run. 1951. Martin Chibbers makes his debut for Spurs. Top of the league and White Hart Lane a run. 1978. 2008. 1951. 1968. Patreon.com slash Spurs slash Spurs slash Spurs. The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.